Hello, thanks for joining us on the Cosmic Eye podcast. This is, of course, the Sunday Tarot Talk, and I am your host, Jason. Appreciate you guys being here. Thank you for all of you who support us. We appreciate you guys. Uh, if you'd like to make a donation to us, uh, you can go to anchor.fm slash Cosmic Eye and make a donation through there. Uh, of course, supporting us through the CosmicEye.org website by ordering our tarot cards or the other tarot products that we have up there. Uh, keeps us going as well. So thank you guys so much for uh, uh, being with us and supporting us on this journey, this spiritual journey. Uh, we are on key 16 of the tower this week. So this is an interesting card, uh, kind of one of the feared cards. People don't like to get this card very much in readings. It generally means uh, uh, change or danger or destruction. Uh, you can just tell from this card. Uh, that it has an element of sudden change. Uh, the other side of it, of course, is the idea of awakening, uh, spiritual awakening. So, you know, the card's meaning does, of course, change uh, if someone's speaking of uh, something spiritual, spiritual matters. Uh, you can usually uh, depend on this card to point the way to a new point of view, a new understanding, uh, spiritual awakening. Uh, but it usually comes at... Uh, uh, with a with a bit of, of destructive power attached to it. So there'll be some changes and some, uh, some uncomfortable situations that people have to go through to understand that, uh, that awakening or that, that wisdom that comes to them. But nonetheless, it does come. Uh, so as I said, so the, the meaning of the card uh, for a reading, if it's a, if it's material question, for example, if you're uh, your querent uh, is asking a question in regards to finances or jobs or um, even um, relationship situations. Uh, this card usually means a sudden change or some sort of destruction or, um, you know, how can I say, uh, really like a like a, a lightning strike, uh, as as the card has uh, portrayed on it. Uh, the lightning strike, of course, is what's bringing the destruction to the tower. So just to, uh, if you're not familiar with this card, take a look at it if you can online. I'm using, of course, the BOTA deck, uh, the builders of the Aditum deck, Paul Foster Cases Group. Um, and his card has, a, it's, it's pretty similar to the, to the Rider Waite deck, the Rider uh, Waite Smith deck. It has a, it has a, a border of a very vibrant red color background is, is black. There's a sun in the upper right hand corner and there's the, of course that lightning bolt coming from the sun and knocking a crown off to the left, off the top of the tower. And the tower has uh, 22 levels of, of masonry. And then there's yodes, uh, flaming yodes on the right and left hand side. So there's 10 on the right. Um, that are symbolizing the uh, 10 uh, sephirot, and then 12 on the left-hand side, as you're facing the card, uh, that are symbolizing the astrological symbols and so forth, any of those 12 symbols. And then there's two people falling out of the tower. There's a woman uh, in blue, and she's symbolizing the subconscious mind, and a, and a man in red, and he's symbolizing the conscious mind. Of course, there's much more to that, too. The tower uh, stands on top of almost like a, a butte, uh, very similar to the color of the devil. 
uh, the previous card that we looked at last week, key 15. So the brown coloring of the devil is very similar to the to the base of the uh, that's that the tower sits upon. It's of course clouds in the background and some fire, and it's very, it's a very destructive scene, a very destructive scene. But again, as we said, it's uh, destruction in terms of uh, its symbolic nature. This is destruction. Ultimately, this card is about spiritual awakening spiritual awakening so that's another um uh, that's another a uh, good way of describing this card is awakening uh so just wanted to let you know also of course that um you know we do uh, have some some tarot cards available uh, some new ones uh, for pre-order we have the blooming cat tarot deck and we also have the uh unicorn decks and the of Libra Florum decks that we're selling. So you can check all that out at cosmiceye.org. And we've also listed some new tarot bags. So if you get tarot bag or tarot cards for Christmas and they need a good home, uh, do check out uh, cosmiceye.org or check out our Cosmic Eye Etsy store. And we've got some beautiful handcrafted magical tarot bags on there that are lined with uh, silk, just beautifully done. If I do say so myself, we, uh, we manufacture them here ourselves. Uh, so they're magically made and handcrafted with love. Uh, so we have those available. Uh, so, okay, so let's jump into more about this card, uh, Key 16, as I said. So this is really technically the second stage of spiritual unfoldment. So we come to this second row of these cards. If you look at the cards laid out in rows of seven, there's three, of course, and then there's the fool on the top. It's kind of free floating. So if you think of these uh, three Three levels is different um, uh, levels of experience. Of course, there's principles on the top first row, and then in the second row, there's uh, the uh, laws, laws and uh, and and um, how things play out on this plane of existence, in essence. And then um, on the third bottom row, uh, there's uh, conditions and experiences, as it were. So those are the three levels of the seven. So one through seven. Uh, then 8 through 14, and then 15 through 21. Uh, so we're into this second row now. Um, so the key 16, of course, as I said, it comes after key 15, comes after key 15, and it represents, as I said, the second stage of spiritual unfoldment. So that first stage of spiritual unfoldment is, is recognizing this idea of limitation or bondage that the devil represents is really fundamentally unreal, that behind this material existence, of course, is uh, universal consciousness, is the I am, God consciousness behind everything. It's the spiritual uh, source of all. So the idea of the devil is, of course, that the material existence is all there is, and that's, and that's an incorrect understanding. Um, it's a it's an understandable um, conclusion because of course the material existence does feel so real, uh, but when we expand our consciousness and we begin to really look deeper, we know that uh, behind all of this is that uh, that cosmic consciousness, which is the source of everything. Uh, so we we find that as 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 our as our consciousness expands and unfolds, of course these cards represent. Our, our human consciousness and represent levels of human consciousness and different understandings and so on. Uh, so this key 16 is that, is that idea of, of awakening, awakening. 
uh, from that uh, dream, the kind of dream of, of sense. In other words, where we're, we're trapped in this material existence uh, without, any, without any support and that it has no fundamental spiritual background and so on. We, we move away from that idea with the devil. And then of course, the spiritual unfoldment that occurs um, with this tower is like a, really like a blast of lightning because it does kind of upend our whole lives. You know, it's it's it, when we do have these spiritual awakenings and these spiritual understandings, they can be pleasant, uh, but they can also be challenging. And so that's what's so great about the tarot is that it's it shows the um, the sort of uh, you know the process of spiritual spiritual unfoldment, warts and all, as they say. Like you know, it's not sugar coating it or candy coating it. Kind of showing you some of the challenges that you uh, you may face. Of course, everyone goes through things differently, but most people have find that you know these these uh, these different phases, as represented by the tarot cards, do unfold in one way or another in their lives. Uh, so you can you can be sure that they're a good guide to our wisdom and our understanding of the spiritual world, in particular, um, our our own process of uh, spiritual unfoldment and our own process of uh, our, us moving towards cosmic consciousness, a unity consciousness, as we call it, uh, through meditation and magical work and spiritual work that we do and just working with the cards uh, themselves. Of course, I want to uh, remind you to meditate on these cards, contemplate these cards each day. Uh, you know, you take the card that we're talking about for the week you know, so until next week or the week after that, whenever I get uh, these up, um, you know, do work on these these cards. And so if you just take the tower card and sit down with it each morning and kind of scan it, you know, you can go from top to bottom and go from right to left and sort of scan it slowly, sort of scan it slowly as if you're almost reading the card with your mind and really allow it to uh, penetrate deeply into your consciousness. You'll see that these uh, cards will awaken the uh, different powers and the different spiritual consciousness that they portray. That's their job. You know, working with these cards is working with these symbols. Uh, they're designed to awaken these processes and these powers that are latent, latent meaning available to us, but maybe kind of sleeping or not quite awakened yet. Uh, these, so working with these cards awakens those powers within us. Um, so, you know, it's, it's interesting because, as I said, you know, we sometimes think in terms of, you know, very light and rainbows and kind of like angels and so on. When we think spirituality, that's a positive thing. And we definitely want to keep our mind focused on the light and keep moving toward our, our spiritual destination. Uh, but part of the process of, of, you know, being in this material existence is, is that learning process. And sometimes that can involve some uh, painful experiences and so on. And of course, you know, we're, we deal with uh, different types of situations, illnesses and loss of loved ones and, you know, disappointments and different things that occur and unfold. And we can use our mind and we can use our spiritual energies to uh, overcome those challenges for sure. Uh, but, you know, we also have to learn how to face them and bear them uh, with, with a certain amount of dignity, a certain amount of positivity. We have to learn how to transmute some of those experiences. So, you know, there's, there is some, 
some difficulty and some challenge involved, just like when we're learning how to walk when we're children. Oftentimes we fall down, we skin our knees, you know, we're unsure of our footing and so on, but gradually we learn and after a while we take it for granted that we can just, you know, walk and, you know, if we can and so forth. Um, so, you know, or, or anything, like if we're learning how to read, uh, we're learning a certain skill like sewing and stuff, every, oh, you know, when we learn these things at first, you know, you're going to poke your fingers when you're, you know, sewing by hand and so on. Um, you know, first when you're reading, you've got to sound things out letter by letter and so on. So there's, it involves some, uh, some, some, some challenges and some difficulties and even some, some pain at times, right? Uh, but then as we move through that, you know, we get that, um, we get that, that feeling of, of pleasure and of lightness and of clarity and so on that can only come by, um, by working through those challenges. Sometimes we do ourselves a disservice by trying to escape the difficulties. Um, so, you know, make sure Angel and I talked about that in our last uh, Spirit Work podcast. We were talking about how during winter and stuff, there's a, an opportunity to do shadow work and so forth. And really this idea, you know, you can see this is a very shadowy, uh, there's a real shadowy quality to the, the tower card itself. Uh, so that there's this destruction. You know, one of the meanings of it is, is really a destruction of, uh, is a destruction of the way of, of thinking, the way of life, the sort of paradigm you've built for yourself that represented by that tower. So brick by brick, we build a, a view of ourselves and of life. And, you know, it serves us. It serves us until it no longer serves us. You know, it's like as we, as we grow in consciousness and as we uh, grow in spirituality and as we mature and so on, we realize that some of our beliefs that have served us are no longer necessarily valid or true for us, or we've outgrown certain ideas, certain materialistic concepts, ideas of security, ideas of you know what it is to to be a, a you know a productive member of society or whatever it is. You know those things will change over time. Things will change over time, especially as we move into midlife and so on. After 35, 40, something like that, you really get a different viewpoint. And of course, if you're younger than that, you know, there's, there's phases in your life, you know, you can remember back when you're a teenager, when, you know, you want to get your license, or, you know, maybe it's when you uh, turn 21, and you can suddenly uh, drink legally, or you know, whatever it is, you know, there's little phases in our lives that feel like they're, you know, they're different steps along our maturation process, right? Uh, it's the same thing, but this tower phase really does represent a new a completely new spiritual sense. Uh, there's a sort of a destruction that goes on and in a sense of like our old way of looking at things is just dead. You know what I mean? And so there, so it's, you know, it's obviously a picture of destruction when you look at this tower, you know, you can just, all the tower cards and all the decks have this element to them where they're, there's a zapping or destroying kind of quality to it. But this destructive power is rooted in the sun, if you see that. And we know the sun is connected to cosmic consciousness, connected to super consciousness. Um, in this card, it's, um, it's back in the east. And so it's showing us that that's the source from which we come from. The east is always represented as our source. Uh, the back direction of these cards is the east, the front of them 
uh, in the foreground is the west and the, uh, to the left is the north and to the right is the south. If you're looking at these cards, that's kind of a secret to uh, symbolism in these cards. Um, where things are placed in the cards is very important. Uh, but you'll notice that sun. So that sun is the source of the destruction. And it comes in a flash of lightning. And this really does refer to that flash of super consciousness, which, you know, blasts us. Uh, and if you've ever had these experiences, you know, it may not, it may happen once, it may happen many times, it may happen during meditation, it may happen during a vision, it may happen during a dream, uh, it may happen just in your waking day-to-day -day life, um, one time or many times, but certainly you'll know it if it hits you, and this power of uh, superconsciousness when it hits you, uh, it's a great force, and it rocks the foundation of how you look at things, uh, in a good way, in a good way. Um, so there's this moment of vision, this clear vision, uh, which happens when you, when you hit this stage in your spiritual development, you'll never quite be the same after that. Uh, so in some ways it's like a, a chick that hatches from an egg, you know, so a new life opens up for it. It was this, this, um, you know, cell like structure completely dependent on the egg before and, you know, it was safe in there and so on but once it breaks out it's a totally new autonomous kind of a uh with a new level of consciousness type of creature and so it's the same with us as human beings right it's a moment of sudden illumination uh it's you know there's a there's an initiation that occurs we talk about this in um in the spiritual world in the new age world and uh, magic and exist you know other systems of uh spiritual development this idea of initiation and, you know, when this new level of consciousness hits you, that's the true initiation. That's the true initiation. It may occur through ritual. It may occur through magical work. It may occur through, you know, a visionary experience, an ayahuasca experience. You know, people have different, uh, different things that bring them to this. But at that point, you belong to a new order of, of humans, a new order of creatures. Uh, so in the book of tokens, Paul Foster Case's genius book on, um, I shouldn't say Paul Foster Case's book, he did, he did edit it and write it, but it was this channeled, a channeled book. It's a beautiful book, if you can get your hands on it, the book of tokens. It's a fantastic um, supplement to working with tarot. It goes deeply into the, uh, the Hebrew letters. And of course, uh, key 16 is, is attributed to the letter pay, pay which is transliterated as our letter P in the English alphabet. But he says, verily destruction is the foundation of existence and the tearing down thou seest is but the assembling of material for a grander structure. Read that again, verily destruction is the foundation of existence and the tearing down thou seest is but the assembling of material for a grander structure. So it's really like, you know, this destruction that we, we see or we experience is really uh, is, is taking and disassembling our sort of point of view and then reassembling it. It's using that material to reassemble it into a grander structure, into a more enlightened, more conscious, more powerful point of view, more connected point of view. Uh, but then you think, you know, about destruction and obviously there's uncomfortable aspects to it, but you know, if you think about all artwork, all artwork is there's a certain amount of destruction. If you don't take the paint out of the tubes, 
and put the put it on canvas you will not have art if you don't take a stone and you know carve into it which involves a certain amount of destruction of that stone you will not have you know a beautiful carving of a statue of david um, you know if you don't cut down a tree and uh, use that wood for you know that beautiful piece of furniture that you're making by hand you know th there's there's a there's a quality of destruction in all of our creativity and all of our creative building you know whole of life is all about that um, our entire lives are spent in disintegration of forms really for the sake of building up other forms you know our eating um, you know drinking um, this anything that you know the body's processing and so forth there's a certain amount of destruction and construction going on at any time uh, you know power is released by this disintegration um, think about the cars we ride around in and planes we ride around in there's a destruction going on literally a burning of that fuel and, a, and an explosion that's causing those engines to to propel us forward destruction so there's a utility in that destruction you know and so we have to really be be careful with it as well you know we've got to uh, balance that out and make sure that our 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 um our lives the destruction that we do is, is sustainable in other words um you know not too much and not too little you know so that the materials we're using and the, um the way that we're growing foods and the, you know the power that we use to uh, light and heat our homes is not going to in the end destroy us all you know that we're not bankrupting our future and the future of uh, generations to come you know for our own comfort and convenience so it's important to recognize the destructive nature of of, of everything that we do you know from food to uh, to uh, creativity to our entertainment everything you know, there's an element of that destruction and it's nothing to fear because it's just life itself. It's life itself. Uh, our very lives are, are built on this uh, power of, of destruction. So it's, it's important for us to recognize it. It's important for us to, to regulate it, to balance it out, uh, to also not you know, waste resources and so forth. And the tower reminds us of, of these, uh, some of these ideas. Uh, when you think about it so you know when you think about this idea of this destruction of an old way of doing things in some ways too and you see <clears throat> I, for some reason right now i'm recognizing to see this power uh, of the sun destroying this old way of doing things and i can't help but think of alternative energy and uh, solar energy and so on and different forms of energy which um, are sustainable in other words you know the sun's light is is a nearly inexhaustible resource we've just got to figure out better ways to harness it um, of course even uh, even the power of oil is the sun's energy locked up in uh, in that uh, that matter uh, that we burn the the uh, the oil that we burn uh, so it's all sunlight energy everything you know this uh, the trees that we would burn uh, uh, any of these different forces that we use the wind uh, that occurs of course is from the sun's energy uh, so you know we can see this centrality of the sun uh, in in our lives in both its destructive form and its constructive form represented in the tower uh, so 
you know, remembering that this, this process of awakening that we go through, the spiritual awakening, is a destructive process because we are overthrowing old outmoded ways of thinking, old um, sort of self-ego oriented ways of thinking in a lot of, uh, in a lot of sense. Uh, you know, we spend the first <laughs> half of our life um, really building up our ego, learning how to become working members of society and learning, you know, skills and crafts and, you know, learning our jobs and getting educations and so on. And oftentimes we spend the second half of our lives, you know, uh, remembering how to become, you know, how to be human beings and how to be connected to our spiritual source. Uh, and again, that's a process of, of destruction in a lot of ways. Um, but in a, in a good way, you know, like I talked about, you know, our, our art as a form of destruction, it's a form of creative destruction in a sense. Um, you know, you are creating something new, but again, something else is being sacrificed for that. Either it's the, the paint or the materials or the wood or the, you know, whatever it is. Um, so, you know, as we, as we go through this destructive process to grow, the, you know, our wrong thinking, our wrong actions, our false sense of personal will, those have to all be destroyed. So those are obstructions to our connection to the divine source, uh, to the self or the capital S, as Jung called it, or as they call it in the yoga tradition, the self is, as, as well. It's our connection to the divine source, connection to God, connection to the I am consciousness, whatever you want to call it, uh, spirit, the great spirit, you know, however you want to know this, this energy as uh, we, you know, we, we've got to um, destroy our sense of, our sense of um, disconnection in a way. So again, like our ego is there to serve us, you know, and it, it helps, it helps us to survive in this material existence, but at the same time, it's also a hindrance to our spiritual growth. I mean, we do use it and we use our, our willpower and our ego and so on to transcend these ideas. Uh, so there's a paradoxical nature to it. You have to remember that, you know, there is a destructive quality to it when you are moving to another level of consciousness. And oftentimes it, you know, it won't feel good. Uh, it will afterwards, but it's kind of like um, working out. It's like while you're doing it, it, there can be discomfort, there can be pain, there might be sore muscles afterwards and so on. But, you know, eventually you're stronger, you can do more. You know, you're in better health. You're better connected to the source of health. So it's kind of like that, if you think about that. Um, in St. John, Gospel of St. John in the first chapter, is a famous uh, quotation, of course. I'm sure you've heard it before. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. That which hath been made was life in him, and the life was the light of men. So this idea uh, refers to uh, the power that we've been talking about throughout this whole series, this one power, this one force, uh, this one consciousness. And you know that this power is a source uh, of all of the forces used in creation, integration, reproduction. And it's also the force that uh, that, that manifests in the opposites of those things. 
so there's a there's a there's a mysterious quality to this force. Uh, and again, from the Book of Tokens, so let's take a look at this. Uh, the Book of Tokens talks about the a meditation on the letter pay. A pay, by the way, means the mouth of man as the organ of speech. So there's an idea of the word and our own creative word, our own creative power that's associated with pay and associated with this tower card. Uh, so letter pay, I am the mouth whence issueth the breath of life. I'm the all devouring one whereunto all things return. So this is the power that's active in the disintegration of old forms of your personal, of personal consciousness, quote unquote, personal consciousness. And it really, um, it really rends the veil, as they say, it kind of opens up this, so you can peer behind this veil of mystery, which hides the truth from, from, from our normal day-to-day -day seeing. Uh, the doctrine that this breaking down of form uh, is fundamental in the process of the life, uh, the life power self-manifestation. And you really have to give it a lot of careful consideration, really think about the power of destruction, the power of creation, how they're connected together intimately. Um, and a practical mystic, a practical occultist has to learn that you really can't reach any goals that you have uh, set for yourself without first breaking down those uh, those conditions uh, that you find yourself in when you have you know formulated that desire formulated that goal so in other words you've got to really uh, change and break down and break through from the conditions you're in in that moment it's like so here's the space that you're you're in and then there's this condition of where you want to be and it feels like there's a gap between those two things and so that's that process of of affirmation and visualization and belief and faith and prayer and so on that goes on that gets us from where we are to where we want to be and it's the same with this process of spiritual unfoldment so we're in a certain consciousness and in order to achieve another level of consciousness we've got to want to go there we've got to visualize that for ourselves we've got to see it we've got to believe it uh, so you know these goals and these affirmations and these meditations that we do uh, can be used for our material things, can be used for our health, can be used for consciousness, it can be used to help heal others, and so on. So there's uh, multiple uses for these this work and this one consciousness. It's just like um, we're molding it into different uh, different um, needs that we have, different needs that we have. So. So this is, uh, you know, the beautiful thing is just doing this work with these cards and showing up here each week and, and listening and understanding some of the symbolic nature of these um, major arcana cards, you're already in the process of, of this work, even if you don't necessarily feel it, it's going on unconsciously, it's unfolding within you now. Uh, so, you know, watch for these changes and, and be aware of them, be conscious of them. You made a great start, and I appreciate you guys who have stayed with uh, the show. Uh, thank you for, for being here. Uh, I'm not quite wrapping up yet. We've got a little more to go. I just wanted to make you uh, aware that you're doing a great job and you know, to, to really show up each week and to support a show or to, to you know, follow through a series of lectures. You know, does, uh, it is challenging. You know, we have other things that come up in our lives and so on, so I want to commend you that I've made it this far. Uh, two key 16 from key zero. 
So keep going. We got five more cards to go after this, and we'll, you know, we'll go even deeper as we as we go on and do more work. Uh, so I'm sure that you've seen as you study these cards and as you work in life and as you gain more consciousness, you become more aware of uh, things that they, that feel like they're limitations. Uh, so that's you know, so working with these cards helps you helps you to overcome those limitations and transcend those limitations. Um, so, you know, we'll get more into this as we go along with the, with the uh, different cards. And, um, and if we go back through these cards, we'll go even deeper. I'm not sure yet if we're going to do that yet, but hopefully, uh, we'll have time to do that. Um, so, but the first step really is to, um, is to, you know, work with these cards on a daily basis. And you know, study this work of Paul Foster Case. If you can get uh, his book, um, The Tarot: A Key to the Wisdom of the Ages, that's available on Amazon or at bota.org. And you know, obviously, I don't uh, get any money from uh, pitching this book. So you know, it's something that I believe in, and I'm thankful for Paul Foster Case's teachings. And I find him to be the finest tarot scholar uh, out there in the world. Uh, I mean, he's not with us anymore, but he's with us in spirit and he's with us on this show each week as we study uh, his work. So thank you to him. Um, we're going to end the show uh, fairly soon and we'll do the, uh, the pattern on the trestle board. And that's a great affirmation. That's something I would suggest that uh, you learn as well. So if you can uh, look that up um, or you can just listen, you know, on here, just go over it multiple times, write it down. But it is available online. It's called the Pattern on the Trestle Board, T-R-E-S-T-L-E-B-O-A-R-D. Uh, so we'll do that at the end. I have I've forgotten to do that in the last couple of shows, so I've been a little remiss in that. Sorry about that. Uh, the number 16 that this is connected to, this card's connected to, uh, is, is an idea of right discrimination. So the principle represented by key six, discrimination, that's the lovers. Uh, is really necessary in the work that we're doing, right discrimination. And then you apply the principle of right discrimination through concentration, and that's key one, so one and six. There's always, with these cards, if you look at them, so any of the double-numbered cards, um, you know, 10 and above, of course, up to 21, are connected to the single-digit cards uh, of those numbers. So one is the magician, and six, of course, is the lovers, and that's connected to the uh, is, 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 you know, number 16, the tower. So you can find other information, more information uh, about this particular card by looking at the, the, other, the other numbers. So as I said, look at the magician, look at the lovers, there are connections to this tower card as well. Uh, so you can, you can, they give further elucidations to the symbol, symbolism of this particular card. Um, so you've got to give attention to your, your thoughts, the meaning of your thoughts, desires, and actions, and then you can apply, uh, then you can apply this uh, principle of overcoming limitation, you know, limitation of forms, um, you know, which, which are holding us in bondage, you know, again, represented by that devil card. So we're trying to overcome that. We can, we use right discrimination, we use concentration. We use meditation to see through. Um, so when you're proficient in concentration, another a, a good th thing that happens is you don't find yourself in as many difficult or embarrassing situations. Uh, 
um, because you make, you know, sometimes make bad decisions or unconscious, take unconscious actions and so forth. Uh, when you learn how to really concentrate, you know, you think before you act and then you can act wisely. You can act wisely. So this planet Mars, of course, is connected to this card. Uh, planet Mars is, and, and the planet Mars is related to key 16, again, through the letter Pei. So Pei is connected to Mars. And, and in exoteric astrology, Mars represents that planet of war, planet of action. But it's also the planet of the driving force behind uh, successful activities in your life. It's, it's, it's behind uh, um, the raising of the Kundalini energy and so forth. So the way that you manifest that Mars energy depends on how you direct it, how you direct it, how you use its driving force. And that's part of this uh, concentration and discrimination uh, that this card talks about with, you know, if we look at the magician and we look at key uh, six, the lovers, uh, that are giving us more information about this key 16, the tower. So uh, managing desire is very important, managing our desire nature. So that's what key one, the magician is about, shows you how to do. So if you work with that card, that'll help you to focus and manage your desires also uh, to create concentration. Uh, so those are important keys, especially this time of year. Sometimes our minds can get kind of fuzzy, kind of dark. Uh, it's cold, the days are short, maybe we're not getting as much exercise and so on. So I recommend that, you know, try to get out on a walk, try to get some exercise, try to get your focus, make sure you're meditating, praying, uh, doing work that, you know, challenges your mind, uh, using that, so those magician type qualities, working with that specific card itself. And of course, the levers as well, uh, the levers card, which represents discrimination, the letter Zion is attached to. Uh, to the lover's card, which means a sword, and that's a sharp discrimination or clarity. We need that. We need that to really see through uh, the challenging times. So if also remember in formulating your, uh, your, your desires and your goals, you know, you're going to use intelligent discrimination to bring things into manifestation, and you're going to use concentration. So you wanna make those mental images of your desired results. In other words, what you're trying to accomplish, that goal, uh, that healing, that uh, consciousness raising experience or whatever you're looking for, uh, clear, sharp, so that the subconscious mind receives those definite impressions. The subconscious mind, of course, we're working with to make those changes within. And that subconscious mind connected, of course, to superconsciousness. And you know, using our conscious mind, we direct that energy, we direct that subconscious energy, we direct those subconscious desires. Uh, and then we can use that activity of that Mars force that's pictured in this uh, tower um, to make your dreams come true. It's the same energy. So this force, this energy that, that, that brings this destruction, that brings this enlightenment, that also brings us uh, healing, it brings us our uh, financial prosperity, it brings us clarity, it brings us better relationships and all of that as well. We use that same energy, it just depends on how we use that energy. It's like the power of um, electricity, as it were. You know, we can use it to, uh, to zap someone or electrocute someone, uh, or we can use it to light our home and, uh, you know, and read spiritual books by or heat our homes and um, you know, and really use uh, use that that power for for blessings, right? To help others, and 
help ourselves. So, but the electricity itself is, is rather neutral. So that's the same thing as this Mars energy. Um, so I think we're about done here. Uh, there's a lot more, of course, that we could look at in this card. A uh, very powerful card. If you are going through uh, this experience right now, I uh, wish you blessings and light. I have myself have been experiencing some of this as of late. And, you know, it can be a challenge. But we push through. We connect to our divine source, we pray, we meditate, we affirm, we stay positive, and we just get through the days uh, when they are challenging. And it leads us to new levels of awareness and consciousness. It really does. Um, so, you know, keep, keep working with these cards, work with the tower card. Understand also just a little bit about pay. Pay is, of course, as I said, the letter pay, the Hebrew letter is associated with mouth. So each of these Hebrew letters has a hieroglyphic meaning, the mouth. Watch what you say, you know, watch, watch your words, watch how you talk to yourself. And this includes, of course, thinking, but also the actual words that you're saying and the words that you're speaking over others and over your life have a great deal of influence on how you experience life. So you're really speaking into existence, using that power of the word uh, to create the life that you, that you want or, you know, may not want. So you've got to be very careful and guard your speech, guard your thoughts, guard your actions, uh, be very focused and, and, you know, transmute those negative thoughts or those negative words into something positive. Transmute uh, is an alchemical word. It's like taking the, the lead of, you know, basic existence and turning it into gold. That's the opportunity we have through this work that we do. We can turn this uncomfortable, heavy, lead-like experience that we have, and we can transmute it into something uh, that's beautiful and golden and connected and, and you know, um, and creative. And we do that through our words, our speech, our actions, our imaginations, the spiritual work that we do on our connection overall to the divine source. So don't forget your connection to that divine source. So it is the holidays. I want to say happy holidays to everyone. Thank you so much. Uh, for joining me. Uh, next week is going to be key 17. Next week or the week after that, depending on when I get to it, it is holiday time. So, And also I've been taking a little longer to put these ones together, really trying to go deep. Uh, so I hope that you're enjoying these, these uh, explorations of the major arcana. Uh, and as I said, I would highly recommend uh, to buy uh, Paul Foster Case's book, or if you can't afford it, go online. You can find a lot of his work in the public domain. So his book, The Tarot, is a classic uh, in this work. Check us out at CosmicEye.org. Uh, follow me at, at CosmicEyeTarot. Uh, follow uh, also at Angel on the Eighth Day, who is uh, my partner on the show, uh, Spirit Work, and we do those on Wednesdays or Thursdays, kind of depends now. On, uh, on both our schedules, so we're working that out. And of course, I'm here each Sunday with the Sunday Tarot Talk, or at least every other week with the Sunday Tarot Talk. So next week will be the star. Uh, next week or the week after that, depending, uh, will be the star, Key 17. Thank you again for joining us. Happy holidays. Blessings and light to everyone. Speak to you soon. <laughs>